This is Kevin Brooker, and we are cruising through retirement. Well, I tell you what, guys, if you look at the market, it looks a little bit scary right now. We're looking a little bit toppy. If you're looking for a way you can keep your money safe and still see 7 8, 8% returns, stick around, and I'll show you, give you a couple ideas. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin, of course, been helping folks for more than 30 years get to and through retirement. He's a fiduciary, an investment advisor representative. Uh, you can find him at silverleaffinancial.com. Well, you find him right here on the podcast every week. But uh, beyond that, uh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, you know what? It is great to be here. It's always good to be here. Beautiful day in the desert. Uh, of course, they all are, aren't they? I think I've said that before, but they are. Yeah. I, you know, I hate to repeat myself, but you know, I just, I, I love it. Coming from the Midwest, it's still, it takes a long time to get used to. Oh gosh, yeah, I would guess. Uh, you know, so we're going to talk about some interesting things today. I think in that, you know, we were just talking about the market, and and you look at that, and and you know, every week it's the same kind of roller coaster ride. When you look, you know, it's all green one minute, it's all red the next minute. I mean, it's, it's hard to keep track. And and what are your thoughts? I mean, what are you thinking, Kevin? It's you know, and that, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because if you look at the stock market and the way that's been trading the last you know the last few months, we really haven't seen a lot of positive traction. You know, we we hit the highs earlier in the year and and we keep bumping around and we've been kind of trading sideways. Uh, and personally, I think you know I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I've I've said it before, but I think we're overdue for a correction, and I wouldn't be I would actually like to see a little correction. Um, you know, and I and I mean something like five, six, seven percent. I, it's been a long time since that's happened. I think I read that it's been over 200 trading days, uh, you know, since that, ha since that has happened. So uh, we're, we're kind of overdue. And we look at the valuation, you say, you know what, we're trading at a high valuation. The market's priced in, you know, uh, a really, the, what they say, Goldilocks economy was the one from back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's what we priced in here. We priced in, you know, Goldilocks and, and money continuing to fall from the sky. And, and so I, I just think it's a good time to, to be aware, you know, to be aware that uh, we, this could turn out to be the high. What if this is the high for the market? And, and I said, well, what do you do if you protect yourself? What, how about if you're getting ready to retire, you're close to retirement, or maybe you've just got a piece of money. You say, you know what? I don't want to have to wait five, six, seven years to get back to here if this turns out to be, you know, let's say it's a market top. I'm not calling a market top. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm just suggesting you give it some consideration. And that makes sense because, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. I mean, more than 30 years. You're in your, what, 31st year, I think. And and so it's, yes. to, to that end, you've seen some markets. And 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 I know you're not For predicting sure. anything. You're not saying anything's going to happen. But you know, but you get a gut, and and you kind of go with your gut. And I think I think what you're talking is is it makes sense. So how do we protect it, ourselves? It's you know what? There's a lot of things you can do, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not saying pull everything out of the market. Definitely not. And I'm not saying if you're you know if you're an investor in the market, and if you're younger, meaning you have a long time horizon of at least ten years before you're going to need any of the funds at all. Um, then I think you can you can afford to be in the market uh, and and take that risk. Just realize, you know, it's been a long time that since we've had any bad drops, we haven't had a bear market in a long, long time. 
Uh, and when I look back, you know, the market, I don't know if a lot of people uh, know the index numbers, right? But if you think about it for a minute, the S&P 500 is what most people follow as the benchmark, right? Mm -hmm. The S&P hit, hit its high over 20 years ago. In the year, I think in March of 2000, the S&P hit a high around 1500 on the index level, right? In 2000, then, then it dropped and it didn't get back to that level till 2007, where it barely got back to that level. So that took seven years, barely got back there. And then bam, you get the, that great recession. And it took another six years to get back to 1500. And look at the charts. You'll see it if you look long term. And so I say, I, you know, it's, I think it's important that you understand that there is risk in the market. We can lose money because I think a lot of folks haven't seen a better market. I don't think a lot of you know, have seen a bad correction. I think a lot of new investors have come in in the last several years. And so if, if you are a new investor or, or you haven't seen that before, just be aware of it and, and have a strategy, have a plan. Um, you know, that you can execute should that happen. In other words, have a list, a menu of things you want to buy when they're on sale, when they're when they drop and they're on sale and they're cheaper. Um, if, however, you're closer to retirement or you want to protect some of that money, one of the things that I like to do for safety is use an index annuity. And and one of the things I talk about in my book that we've mentioned before, Steve, is that an annuity, annuity is not a bad word, guys. Annuity is has actually many different meanings. Um, in this case, the reason people invest in annuity contracts with, with, with me is when they're looking for safety. They don't want to take a chance of having a loss because the market tanks, right? They saw the crash in 2000. They lived that, that lasted two and a half years. So the market was going down for two and a half years from the beginning of 2000 until it finally bottomed in October of 02, I believe it was. But for two and a half years, I mean, if you guys remember, you're looking at your statements. I mean, it wasn't fun, right? And, 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 and you kind of, at a point, some people wonder, is this going to end? When is it going to end? And, and, and that's when folks can get, make mistakes, right? And they can, uh, they can sell everything when maybe they should be buying. Right. And, and it can have a difficult impact on their finances. And so what I say, one, what I, what's important to me and what I think is key is that people are comfortable with the positions they have in the market. Meaning if you see it down 10, 20, 30%, you're still okay, right? It's not going to affect your lifestyle or impact your, your, your plans or anything like that. Um, if you, and if you want to keep some of the money safe and you say, you know what, I wouldn't mind having a piece of my money, you know, guaranteed safe. So I know I can't lose it if the market drops and, and something that I've, that I could see 7% returns on. I, I mean, I'd, I'd be thrilled with that. Sure. And, and so, and so that's what I'm like, because to, you got to compare apples to apples, right? So you look at the other guaranteed products, meaning bank CDs, or some people will say, you know, feel comfortable enough about bonds that they're, you know, get backed by the government. They're guaranteed uh, in a way, um, you know, and I do think they're safe. But the problem, <laughs> okay, the problem is that for a 10-year treasury, you're going to get 1.25%. And, and which, which is pretty anemic, right? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit that, that you're not even keeping ahead of inflation. Definitely not these last, you know, a couple of years, you know, and, and the 30-year treasury is still below 2%. So bonds to me, are, are something to be avoided. You're not going to make any money with bonds. Um, and, and so uh, to me, I think it's important you look at alternatives. And when you look at the, what's available across the, uh, across the industry, index annuities have, have some fantastic features uh, that will lock in. You can lock in your gain every year. And so if the market, you know, maybe you have it, you make good money the first year, well, you lock it in. And then on the second year, if the market tanks, you don't lose a dime. All right. So, so the drawback to these is that they do typically require you committing the majority of the money for a longer period of time. Let's say, you know, 10 years on average. All right. You can take out five or 10% of the money each year. And as long as you're over 59 and a half, you wouldn't pay a penalty. Um, you know, but it's really for folks that are just looking 
to they're looking at bank CDs. There's usually the people consider this an alternative to, and and they realize bank CD interest rates are below two percent as well. And so with with one of these something with one of these, it's important though that you work with somebody that knows what they're doing because they're not all they're not all going to see good returns. Some of them will only see two or three percent returns because they limit how much your money can grow. And so it's important that you do look around and make sure you find somebody you're comfortable working with, because this is an area that most, I don't recommend, uh, it, it, it's not for a do-it-yourselfer, let me say that <laughs> Okay. Way. Well, yeah, because you start wading into that water, so to speak, and y- you are just awash in so many choices and so many rules and so many, you know, whatever. Yes, I mean, you've talked about this before too. It's like, well, you know, that, that cash, you know, or that bonus going in isn't necessarily a bonus at all. No, and I'm glad you said that because uh, that that that's a key point I wanted to mention. You know, I see see a lot of a lot of folks. Um, I, I think of it like I, I, I guess it's kind of like uh, you know I hate to say smoke and mirrors, but it's kind of it's kind of like a magician trick. You know, they're showing they're having you they have you focus on the one hand and they're doing something else with the other hand, right? It's an illusion. And it's an illusion, exactly. And the bonus is an that's a great <laughs> the bonus is an illusion, guys. Because they're waving the five percent or seven percent or ten percent bonus out in front of you, saying, and 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 I have plenty of clients, and, and these clients, these contracts, I'm sorry, these contracts can make sense, you know, for, for the right situation. Uh, and a lot of people believe that the bird in the hand, right, is sure. is better than waiting, getting because you get paid the bonus immediately on day one. And so there is something to be said for that. It does give you a, a you know a comfortable. It feels good to have a ten percent bonus paid oh, to you, right? Yes. Um, but the truth of the matter is. If you look deeper into the details of the policy, um, there are there are limitations and caps on how much your money is going to grow. And the fact is, nobody can give you all of the growth of the market with none of the risk. It's simply impossible. And and so put yourself on the other end of the equation. If you were the dealer, so to speak, could you offer those terms to somebody? And the answer is obviously no. So they generally will limit how much growth you can see. But because you have the ability to lock in your gains every year, that's why in some cases, depending on the market, how it behaves and the time you look at, there are some periods of time when these index annuity contracts will earn more and have earned more than the S&P 500. And, and it, it doesn't work when we're at a market high, but I tell you what, if you looked at the market and you bought it in uh, March of 2000, like I mentioned, the S&P was at 1500, okay? You look at it 10 years later, you, you, were, you were down on your money, if you guys remember that. If you were in the market, you were still down on your money because we went through two bear markets in that 10-year window. And so the index annuities made money and, and they did really well. That's the environment those are for. And so that's why I started off saying, if you think we might be near a market top, if you're a little worried about the valuation, if you think after all the money that's been you know dropped from the helicopters over the last couple of years, you know maybe that's going to come to an end in the next few years, you know maybe you should take a piece of your portfolio and let's segregate it. You know, think of your portfolio as maybe something we can put into different buckets, if you will. And, and they have different objectives. And so maybe one of the buckets is we call safe money, where you no matter what happens, you know that money's safe. It's guaranteed, contractually guaranteed. You can't lose it. And, and this, is, this is that type of money, all right? But all annuities are not the same, guys, just like, and I hate to see people paint them with a broad brush, which writers do it all the time. Uh, it's just like just having a conversation about cars and not realizing there are different types of cars out there, right? You got right. SUVs and sports cars. You got race cars. I mean, you got you got all sorts of vehicles, right? Yep. You can, and you can't you can't paint them all with a broad brush. Annuities are just like that. They're as different types. 
There are different guarantees. There's a lot of different things. So you really have to have somebody you work to, that you can work with that you trust and you feel that you feel good about. Um, and you know, in my opinion, they should be independent. All right. So they can look at, so they can look across the spectrum. Right. Um, and and that's what I try to do. I work with dozens of different companies to find the best terms, you know, for, for whatever, for what would match somebody's uh, goals. One of the things that you do, Kevin, too, is you're not just out there selling products. You're looking at things that can be a solution for someone. In other words, you're offering a solution. You're not selling a product. No, I, I don't. Yeah. And that's, I, I certainly, I appreciate that, Steve. And I, and I hope that's what um, everybody sees and can, and realizes because I, I don't have anything to gain, you know, by, yeah. by finding an inferior solution or, or by, by not matching as best I can somebody's goals and their tolerant risk tolerance, things like that. Um, and, and what I tell everybody is the, the biggest thing I'm looking for is your comfort. You know, I want you to be comfortable that the solutions we put together you know, are, are going to help you're, you're going to hit your goals knowing that we've put these in place. Right. And, and that, you know, that they make sense. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think I like to look at my, you know, I, a lot of my clients have been with me over 10 years, a lot of them, 15, 20 years, some of them more than 20 years. And, and I think that looking at client retention is a great way to, to, uh, it's an additional way to evaluate an advisor. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the only, I'm not saying it's the only way, but I think it's something, you know, it's one of the things you might want to consider. Right. right. Because it, if you got an advisor that they've got the high turnover, I mean, for instance, I've met some folks, they say, you know what, my last broker, he, he was at five different firms in five years. And I say, I say, all right, well, if his firm was actually kept on going through acquisition, it was beyond his control. That would make sense um, because I went through that in the 90s, FYI. Um, and it was always by acquisition each time that my company name changed. Okay. So I never left my office. I was in the same building, same address. Okay. Yeah. The difference is some brokers, we used to call them rogue brokers. If, if you remember that. Okay. Um, sure. We used to, yeah. The industry called them rogue brokers. That was the title. It was given to these guys that they hop from firm to firm to firm because if, if, if a person is successful in this business, then uh, they could probably go from one place to another and get the new place to give them a nice fat signing bonus check. Yeah. To move and do their business at their place. And, and so that tends to happen. A lot of folks do that. Um, but my point is, I, I think if somebody's doing that, it maybe it's not always in your, in the client's best interest. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think if somebody's doing that on a frequent basis, I think it shows that they've got other motives beyond just their client's best interest. I think so too. So when it comes to an annuity and, and what you were just saying, you're saying that they limit the gains because I mean that that makes sense, but you're never going to lose money. So if the market dropped thirty percent, you're not going to go below that line, are you? No, not at all. And not so at let all. me and, ask and, you this then: so as the so if that happens, I'm not going to lose any money. When the market starts to come back, where's your starting point? Is it at that bottom where you know? In other words, is it where it is now? In other words, you don't gonna, have to go to where it was before you start making well, money again. You know what? It's your anniversary date. It's whatever, wherever the market's at on your anniversary date. That's mm-hmm. your, that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to restart. And, and so, um, it, there, there is something just, it's just like investing. If you, if you buy a mutual fund or if you invest in the stock market, it, there's a huge difference in timing, right? There's a huge difference date. It could be day to day. It could be week to week, depending on what the market did that particular day. Okay, when you started or when you put money into whatever it was, the S&P or, or Facebook stock or Google or anything else. Sure. Right. Yeah. Depending on. So, so there's, a, there's price variation every day. So there's going to be a difference day to day, week to week, month to month. But those prices are based on your your anniversary date, okay. which is right. your, 
which is the date the contract was issued. Um, but but I'll tell you what, you know, if you if somebody the latest data that I have for one of the policies that I like, they go from the end of uh, 2010, so December 30th of December 31st of 2010 to December 31st of 2020. All right, and at that period of time, you'd have made an 8.24 percent net return. Okay. Annual net annual end return. So I'm in. So a two, all right. So two hundred grand turned into four forty one after ten years. All right. What's wrong with that? More than a double, right? More than a double in your money. And this is from a product that does not have any market risk, no risk of loss, right? And there's no fees. Okay. But not a but but guys, it's important. They don't all work like this, and a lot of them do have fees. Okay. So that's something that's important that you you know you work whoever you're working with can help point you, point you in the right direction and, and, and find the best solution for you. This is one that I really like because of those, you know, because I mean, come on, it's 8% returns with no risk of market loss, Man, yeah. of, no yeah. fees guys. It, it, this is a fantastic, this is a fantastic investment. Um, so I think of it like a different asset class, you know, and, and what I tell a lot of people now, I say, maybe you think about that for the bond portion of your portfolio. All right. Okay. Or you can go, or you can go buy the ten-year treasury at one point two five, and you can buy the thirty-year treasury at what one point nine or whatever it is. You can do that, and you can lock yourself in less than two percent a year. Or you can look at something like this, that has the same. That is the same. It, it's a. This is a super safe, guaranteed product, guaranteed by the carrier that issues it. You get a. You get a contract uh, with each policy. And uh, I, I think it's a great I think it's a great addition to a portfolio. I look at it as a piece of portfolio and I look at it as a, 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 a bond alternative because I think bonds below two percent are just they're just not very attractive. Right. Right. Of course. Well, and again, I like that you're looking out for us from a big picture standpoint, but you can I mean, you can really narrow it down to, you know, that sp- specific spot in that in the overall, you know, plan, I guess. And I, and I really like how you were able to do that. And. Folks, if you're interested, it's 800-975-6717, 800-975-6717. You can also uh, check out silverleaffinancial.com. That's a great place to start as well. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise and create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717, or just text SILVER to 21000. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time, can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717, or text SILVER to 21000. That's SILVER to 21000. Do it today.
with the economy what it is, inflation's going up, and, you know, there's always scammers, and it seems that, that seniors are the ones that are targeted the most. I mean, we all are, but sometimes I think, I think seniors are just an easier mark. Yeah, it, it's, you, you know, I'm, I wanted to talk about this because, uh, you know, we see it every day, right? Every day, yeah. all around the country, all around the world. Um, and we're hearing more about these cyber attacks from overseas, right? Hitting companies like T-Mobile just got, right. you know, which we can talk about, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, but I think the, uh, um, you, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's a great skill to be able to use the internet and be able to do it safely and productively and things like that. Right. Yes. But I think, I, but I think the fact that a lot of seniors were, were, uh, had a slower adoption rate, I, I think that makes them bigger targets. And, and I think that that applies to any group that's slower to adopt it. Um, because they are betting that you probably don't have the same level of skill as somebody that it was an early adopter, let's say. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it makes it easier to, to target them with like automatic, um, you know, automated internet scams, if you will. And I don't think a lot of people even realize that a lot of those, those scams, they are completely 100% automated, you know? And, and the way they can set these things up is that they can, they can be running this scam attempt on millions of people, millions of objects or targets at the same time. And, and so I guess that's, I guess that's what makes it so attractive, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, no work you, you and know, make and steal money basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're stealing hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions. I, I personally think it's in the, think it's in the billions of years, but I think sure. most companies feel that it's bad PR, right. To be, to say, Hey, you know, somebody just broke into our systems and stole all your information. And I think they're right. I think that's, I think that's horrible PR. And I think the problem, though, is that, you know, the, the crooks are moving faster than the good guys in terms of in terms of this situation. Our, our laws are nowhere near up to speed um, to deal with it. You know, so what I wanted to talk about is, you know, for to, to give some some ideas, you know, that um, folks got to be careful for, you know, because there's a lot of pop up ads that pop up right oh now. And you'll right. And you'll get a pop up that offers you like a virus scanning software program or something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the scam right there. Okay, and 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 so what you wind up doing is you wind up downloading a fake antivirus program that costs you I don't know a hundred bucks or a lot of money, right? And that's a and, and that actually you just downloaded the virus itself, and and so I think that um, and that's going to eat up whatever information you have on the computer, every everything you put on there. If you put on your credit card information, your birthday, your social number, all that information, um, you know, it, it's going to get it's going to get stolen. Um, all right, and I know that sounds scary. And, and I do want everybody to do everything you can to keep yourself safe and, and to, to always, like always look for the padlock. You know the padlock in the top left corner of the website address? That's a great, um, that's a great idea, yeah. I, I think it's very important, especially if you're going to buy something, all right? Especially if you're pulling out that credit card and you're going to put in your information. Make sure they got the padlock up there because as far as I understand it, that, that, that means they have to pass some standard – uh, for security to right. keep your information safe. Um, right? Again, I'm always leery because I do see occasionally a website where it comes up and it said, this website's not secure. Are you sure you want to go here? Oh yeah, I do too. I do. Yeah. So you know what it does, you know what I, I've got, I, I use, uh, I, I run Norton is what I run. Right. Antivirus. Yeah, exactly. I, yep. You Me know, too. and, and uh, um, one of them is called nod 32, I think or something. Um, but anyway, I run an antivirus program and that'll pull up those things. And, and, and it'll it'll give me the warnings like uh, there's some sort of certificate or something that that you have to get on your website yeah, address. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, right, you, you have one. You have one. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I do. yes, I do. And uh, you know what? I and I pay somebody to, yeah, I pay to a make sure to that, that it's there. Yes, of course. That, that's right. I pay them to make sure I'm I'm doing it right. 
Um, you know, but I think, but I think it's easy to get caught, you know, to just forget about it and get caught behind it. Maybe if you didn't have it set up, if you don't have it automated, right, then you're going to have a problem like that. So, but it's important because these viruses, they can take down your entire computer. And, uh, uh, you know, so I want everybody to keep it safe. Um, you know, I, I want to mention, I mean, for instance, at this point, my information has been stolen. I can't tell you how many times I've got another, I've got another letter on my desk right now saying, hey, we're sorry, uh, they broke into our systems and stole your information. Um, and then they offer me this free identity theft protection service, right? Sure. And, and I, don't, I don't see any harm in signing up for that. My first thought was, well, how do I, how do I know this service is legitimate? Um, you, you know, and so what I wanted to tell everybody is you don't have, you don't have to pay for it. You can do LifeLock or whatever else. I, I, yeah, I don't know There's a bunch anything. of them out there, yeah. There, there's a bunch of them out there, and I have nothing to do with any of them. Um, I did pay for this years and years ago. Until I figured out that, you know what, you don't have to because you can go online, you can go to each of the credit bureaus, you, you do have to go to each one, um, but you can freeze your credit. Uh, you can do, a, you can do a, um, you, I think you can make it permanent or you can do a temporary like I do. Right. Because if you do it, if you do temporary, you just, and, and you do decide, okay, the thing you got to make sure you do, you, it's vital, it's vital that if you do this, you've got to be a good record keeper, okay? Because they're going to give you confirmation numbers. And if you don't have those numbers, when you try to go back in to unfreeze it, you're going to have a real problem. All right. Um, I know some folks that went through that. You have to do it through the mail. They won't even let you do it online. They won't let you do it through fax. You got to do it the old fashioned way through the mail. And, and that takes weeks. So um, that's the biggest one thing I could tell you. But guys, it's free. There's no charge. All right. So you go in there, you just go into each one of them. I, I, you know, I keep the records of each one of them and I'll go in there. For instance, recently I had to, op I had to open it up to, to, uh, for business and you can put in the dates. So I go in and I say, you know what, open it up for one day or two days. And then, and then boom, they lock it down again. And if you've got your credit frozen, there's, I, I don't believe there's anybody that's going to, that would issue new credit. Um, now maybe there is, I certainly can't guarantee it. But to me, that's a very that's a very simple thing you can do that doesn't cost you a penny. Um, that will that will uh, prevent anybody, you know, prevent ninety nine percent of the cases from happening. I think. Well, it's peace of mind, Kevin, more than anything else. And and uh, you know, you talked about the the T Mobile thing that just happened this week um, or the past week. Forty million present. Past, present, and potential customers got social security numbers, driver's license, emails, all of that. And so now mm -hmm. they're sending out, I mean, you said you were an old T-Mobile customer. Maybe you're going to be yeah, getting a letter. Yeah, I, I know I was. <laughs> when you said that, because I, 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 obviously I did hear about it. I haven't really paid that, you know, a lot of attention to it, to be honest. But I did know about it, and I didn't think anything of it because I've, it's been, I think it's been at least three years, maybe four years. Um yeah. So it's been several years since I've been a customer, but, sure. but of course now, you know, uh, but like I said, I've got, I keep all of our, our credit reports, all of that stuff frozen. Right. So in my mind, that keeps us safe. Well, um, there's a website. I found a website. Um, it's called uh, consumer.ftc.com, consumer.ftc.com. And it explains how and how you freeze your credit and what happens when you do. I mean, it was pretty, oh, pretty informative stuff. Yeah, no, and that's and that's what I'm saying. You, it's, anybody listening, you know, if you haven't done it, uh, it doesn't. Like I said, just re, just know going into it, make yourself good records. However yep. you do that, whether you use the cloud, whether it's online, whatever you do, like you're keeping a password, that's what you got to do here because they're going to give you some confirmation numbers that are are, are mandatory. 
um, to go back in and unfreeze it. And if you have those numbers, it's a piece of cake. I mean, it, it takes like two minutes. You know, it's really simple. Yeah. Once you do it, once you know what you're doing. Sure. Um, but it's important to keep important to keep those numbers yes, in a place exactly. in, a, in a safe place. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, once like you said, there's no cost, and there used to be a cost to do that. I know some credit card companies, yeah. but now it is free across it's, the board, no question. And yeah, you, you, you know what? I just want to jump in and say I give the politicians a hard time because I do think a lot of them are okay. I think a lot of them are fools. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think you can tell that with all the craziness in our tax code, for instance. But uh, this is one thing the government did. They that's that's the government did it. The government mandated. Yes, that it know. will be free. Yes. Yeah. So that's so. So, you know, OK, props to whoever put that one together. Are you do you see like kind of some stand? I don't want to say standard, but I mean, are there like pride and true scams that that people seniors in particular will fall for? Is there a trend? I mean, are there things like that or are they always trying something new? Well, you, you know what? They, they've got the tried and true ones. You know, one of the biggest ones that I think is the most effective is the charity scams that oh, tip, sure. that, that will always pop up immediately following any natural disaster. I guarantee it every time. And all of the worst ones, the, the worst meaning the worst natural disasters prompted the worst charity fraud because, you know, psychologically, you're in that state of mind. You feel bad. You're, you're feeling some empathy, yeah, empathy which... Of course, not everybody. It's a good thing that unfortunately not everybody feels, Um, you know, but those of us that do, you know, you feel compelled to try to help them out. And you see, you see the commercials and a lot of these things, you know, they're the tear jerk, you know, pulling at the heartstring commercial, right? Yep. Where, where they're showing you all these images that are designed to do that, to make you, you know, want to dig deeper in your pocket. Right. And, and, but most of us don't take the time to go check out that, who, who put on that commercial? Who are you really sent? And who are you really sending the money to? Exactly. Because they can show you, right? They can show you commercial one thing and have that money go someplace else. Sure. So, <laughs> so, so that's the other thing. Like I said earlier, I, sleight of hand, okay? Sleight of hand is all over the place, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Meaning, meaning let's focus on my left hand and in my right hand, I'm, I'm putting that in your back pocket so I can, you know, take some money. And, and I think those things are happening all the time. And I think you need to be careful, um, you know, about, about sending that money, especially just be, be it's just something to be aware of, um, you know, with, with the charity scams, because it, uh, it happens all the time. In fact, I, I had mentioned on an earlier podcast that, um, you know, my father, you know, bless his heart, um, while he was still living independently. So this is at the time when he was maybe 86 or 87 years old sure. and, he's, and he's living alone. And we didn't know this until after it was too late. Um, somehow somebody got him on the telephone and convinced him that um, that he had. Th- they convinced my father to go meet him at the airport with cash money, thousands of dollars, supposedly to help somebody else, to help out my sister, who was supposed to be in trouble in a different location, wow. like in a different, like in a different in a different state, you know. Yeah. And and so and and the thing is, you know, like um, what they were. What the one thing to watch out for, guys. One of the signs is if you walk into the room while your parent or the, you know, the senior person is on the phone and then the other person, the person on the other end of the line hangs up the phone. Whenever you walk in the room, whenever somebody else walks in the room, that's a sign that that's a scam because the person on the other end of the line doesn't want any witnesses. They don't want anybody to be around when this is going on. And this is what happened with my family, my nephew and my brother. Whenever they walked into the house and my dad was having those conversations, boom, the guy, the person on the other end of the line got off the phone. All right. So they try to call. They know these people are alone. 
and by the by, def, you know, by the person being alone, uh, you know, the scammers have decided that makes them more vulnerable. That makes them better targets, and and so they made a, make a specific point of hanging up the phone whenever somebody else comes in the room. Absolutely. Well, and again, you know, and I think the scammers have have really figured out how to monopolize cell phones now. And we all have a cell phone. And this isn't just for seniors. This is everybody. And it's, I mean, it's, you know, you get that call, hey, the Social Security Department is shutting down your account. Well, that's never going to happen. But, you know, depending on who you are, it may frighten you. Oh, yeah. No no question about it. And, and, you know, the other thing that I can't, I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's technology out there that allows the person to put in whatever name of like, that shows up on your caller ID. Oh, they spoof it. Yeah. Yeah. They spoof it. So it can look, it can, so it can say IRS or social security, social security or whatever. And, and, and I'm actually not sure about those names, but as far as I know, Oh, but it's very uh, similar. If not that for sure. Spoofing is, is, you know, and, and I tell you what we get all the time is uh, like my wife uses an old area code. You know, we, we moved here from, from the 815 area code in Illinois 10 over 10 years ago. And she kept the phone number and she gets these scam calls from that area code. And they use the same prefix too. Yeah. And they're just right. And they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make you think it's one of your neighbors and, and, and thinking that you're more likely to pick up the phone if you think it's a neighbor. And, but it's not, it's, it's, a, it's just another scam. And so I don't answer the, I don't answer the phone. I, I've got caller ID. If I don't recognize the name, I don't answer the phone. Right. And what I tell everybody, what I tell everybody is that if you need to reach me, just leave a, leave me a message. I, pr- I will always call you back. And um, you know, and that's, and, and it, it's really a shame. It's really a shame it's it really come is. to this, and it, well, you, you know, but it has come to this and that's, and that's, that is, that's too bad, but we've got to protect ourselves and that's another yes. way to do it. it. It is. And a lot of times just, just being aware of them. If you, if you don't pick up the phone, unless you know who it is, you know what, that's going to eliminate a lot of the, a lot of the BS that's out there. Um, you, you know, and, uh, I always tell everybody, I do my best to always call you back within three hours. You know, I might be in a meeting with somebody else yeah. and, and that could take a little time, but I will always call you, always call you back. Um, you know, but like a lot of, for, for instance, a lot of seniors, you know, they're looking for help, you know, investment, managing their money, things like that. Right. So this is often one of the things that I have to deal with is convincing everybody that, you know, I'm legitimate. I'm, I'm an honest guy. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to yeah, steal anything from you. Exactly. You know? And, but it is, and I understand that. And so, so that's part of the reason I do the shows. And it's also, and it's also a big part of the reason I put all the information I can out there that I do. So I hope, by all means, guys, go to the website, take a look at it. It's SilverleafFinancial.com. I, I try to keep it fresh and put put new things up there all the time. Uh, Silverleaf Financial, leaf like a tree. Um, and please uh, let me know if you do have any questions. Sure. And uh, so again, just to kind of sum it up, I'm going to remind everybody. I, I'll put this in the show notes, but consumer.ftc.com, and I will. I'll put that link in the show notes if folks want to go there and just check it out, see if they yes. can do a little more protection. And uh, and of course, yes, I please. always put a link to your website. And so again, folks, you can you can reach out to Kevin and, and make a connection really anytime you want to. Yes, by, by all means. But it's all about keeping safe. That's what the show is about. You know, be a little cautious, add a little moderation. It's probably a good thing. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment 
in security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions.